What's good, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the BV Pod, aka the Bon Voisin Podcast, with me, your host, Jeff D. Malvison. Um, it's a great week here in Atlanta, Georgia. So let's get started. I, this is like kind of like a two-part. You know, first we're gonna talk about the trade deadline, and I'm gonna go on my cowboy rant. As I promised somebody I was gonna do. I was gonna talk about my team. But first, let's talk about the NBA trade deadline. It came and went. Um, it was yesterday at 3 p.m. <clears throat> well, the 3 p.m. deadline. A lot of interesting moves. You know, a lot of guys getting moved. Um, Pat Beverly, Grant Williams was the notable name that got moved, surprisingly. Um, for me, Phoenix. Phoenix getting Royce O'Neal gives him a, perim- a defense on the perimeter. He's a 3 and D guy. Especially with the way Phoenix has been unable to play defense, it gives them depth. Also, they got David Roddy in that three-team deal with Memphis. Um, the Pacers getting Doug McDermott, you know, three-point shooting, great foul shooter. Um, he gives them scoring off the bench. The Bucks getting Patrick Beverly, a defensive pest, a leader. He brings that intensity and also a capable backup behind Damian Lillard. Um, the Mavs getting P.J. Washington from Charlotte. Um, They also got Daniel Gafford, who's a rim protector. I don't know why the Grant Williams thing didn't work out. You know, and I guess to save face, they they traded and went ahead and traded him. It kind of reminds me of, um, I promise I wasn't going to use that analogy, but um, so I, I won't. But it's like you try something and you realize it didn't work and say, you know what, let's cut bait. And there were reports about how his personality didn't mesh well with the team, you know, the star Luka Doncic and all that good stuff. You know, the Hornets, that, for me, I think the Hornets will probably flip him in the offseason, knowing that he has a bunch of money and considering the t- kind of team they're trying to build. Because uh, I like what the Hornets got. Around They got LaMelo Ball, Brandon Miller. The jury's still out on Miles Bridges. Um... So, yeah, at the moment, I don't, that's what they have for right now. The Knicks, I like that. I like what they got. They got Boyan Bogdanovich, Alec Burks from Detroit Pistons. Two guys who are floor spacers. They beef up the bench and the depth. You know, obviously with Ojiana Nobi out, Julius Randle being out. To me, it's going to be interesting how Tom Thibodeau gets those minutes. You know, he's notorious for playing his starters heavy minutes. We'll see how it all shakes out come playoff time or if they cut the playoff rotation. OKC getting Gordon Hayward. He's a vet, you know, depth uh, for a young team like uh, like OKC, who's on the rise. The Sixers getting Buddy Heal, three-point specialist. Um, the T-Wolves getting Monte Morris, a backup point guard, a depth, you know, he's a pass first point guard. Uh, the Celtics getting Xavier Tillman, who offers, you know, front court. You know, beefs up that front court for the Celtics, you know, being with the Celtics are trying to keep Porzingis healthy and Al Horford healthy for the stretch run. And Tillman offers defense. Um, But watch out for some buyout candidates. Guys like, let's say, a Marcus Morris, a guy like Spencer Dinwiddie who got bought out. Um, Killian Hayes just got waived by the Pistons. Um, And also another name, too. Don't forget P.J. Tucker. He wasn't moved at the trade deadline. Um, I saw on social media, he kind of voices his, dis- voiced his displeasure about not being moved. So that's some a name to watch right there. 
So for me to give the trade deadline grades, I give the Knicks an A. I like what they did. I love the Ananobi trade. Um, I didn't like it at first, but now I like it seeing how he's played. And I love the Bogdanovich and Burks move. I'm going to have to give Dallas a, a B. Seeing they salvaged what they could out of the Grant Williams trade, I give Phoenix a B minus. Because, again, we'll see come playoff time. Because it all depends on the big three. The team I'm surprised who didn't make a move was the Atlanta Hawks. I'm very surprised considering they could have traded DeJounte Murray. Um, there was reports that you know, they were going to trade him and Ayeka Kanu and uh, and some someone someone else for uh, Herb Jones, but that that fell through. So, but look for that his name popping up in, in the off season. Um, the Chicago Bulls, granted, Zach Levine's out for the rest of the season. I'm surprised they didn't move Demar Derozan. He's another guy too who's a buyout candidate. You should be on a contender. So the NFL honors were yesterday. Um, of course, that recognizes, uh, you know, greatness in the NFL of this season. The MVP was Lamar Jackson. Defensive player of the year, Miles Garrett, who had 14 sacks. Offensive player of the year, Christian McCaffrey, almost 1,500 yards rushing, 21 total touchdowns, over 2,000 yards scrimmage yards. Offensive rookie of the year, CJ Stroud, 4, 000, over 4,000 yards, 23, uh, 23 to 5 touchdown to interception ratio. Defensive Rookie of the Year, his teammate, Will Anderson Jr., seven sacks. Coach of the Year, no surprise, Kevin Stefanski. He used, I think, five different quarterbacks. They still made the playoffs with the number one defense. Comeback Player of the Year, Joe Flacco. His story, you know, being on the couch and leading them to the playoff, the Browns to the playoffs. Although I I thought it should have been DeMar Hamlin, given what he came back from. You know, it was bigger. It was more than football for him. Now, they introduced the Hall of Fame class of 2024, and I like this, this Hall of Fame class. Even though there's a couple of guys I wish that would have included, like a Ocho Cinco, Fred Taylor, Steve Smith Sr. Come on. These guys, come on. But the list includes Dwight Freeney, Randy Gradshaw, uh, punt returns, kickoff return and punt return specialist Devin Hester, a very underrated receiver uh, Andre Johnson, Steve McMichael, Julius Peppers, and Patrick Willis. So I, I like this list. You know, guys who were really good players during their time period. So now we're here talking about the Cowboys. So I call this Cowboys Year in Review. So let's start off with the good. You had Dak Prescott, over 4,500 yards, 36 to 9 touchdown to interception ratio. CeeDee Lamb, 135 receptions. That was a team record. Deron Bland, nine interceptions. Broke the NFL record, five interception returns for a touchdown. Micah Parsons, 14 sacks. Brandon Aubrey, perfect on field goals. They had nine. This team had nine pro bowlers, three all pros. That was the good. The bad. The draft class, next to nothing. First round pick, Mozzie Smith, didn't show any impact. Luke Schoonmaker, their second round pick, he had his flashes. Third round pick, DeMarvin Overshawn, tore his ACL. The linebackers, of 
course, Leighton Vanderesh, neck injury season ending. They use a converted safety. I mean, when they could have gotten uh, Darius Leonard, who had got cut by the Colts. The run game, granted, Tony Pollard had 1,000 yards. He only had one 100-yard game. How does that happen? What a great offensive line like the Cowboys have had. Tyler Biotish, Zach Martin, Tyler Smith, Tyron Smith, Terrence Steele. I mean, that's a great offensive line. And to for him to just have barely 1,000 yards. Now, granted, seeing this, I hope the Cowboys use this as a way to draft a, you know, a dependable running back, at least, you know, who could be like a compliment to Tony Pollard. Because you see how Tony Pollard was used when he had Zeke Elliott. He was used in spurts. Um, lack of discipline, 20 offsides, penalty, 20 offside penalties. That's second in the league. That screams lack of discipline. This is not Mike McCarthy. This is the player's fault. 115 penalties, second only to the Jets, and they didn't make the playoffs. Cowboys, you made the playoffs. How does that happen? They go four and five on the road. They had bad losses to an Arizona team who's playing a backup quarterback. Buffalo, San Francisco. Now, granted, those losses, those Buffalo and San Francisco losses, yeah, those are really good teams. But still, Cowboys, come on now. I'm a Cowboy fan. We have Cowboy Nation. We want them to win a ring. This is put up or shut up time next season. I know Dak, he's in line for a new deal. But come on. They brought a new defensive coordinator, Mike Zimmer. To me, this is put put up or shut up time. It, this can't happen again, you know, one and done in the playoffs. At least make it a Super Bowl. At least, for the love of God, make it to a Super Bowl. And I, I predict this next year, going next year, a ton of pressure will be on this team. But I believe because they're America's team, next year will be their year. Mark my words. If they win, come back to this podcast right here. What is it? I think it's February the 9th. Yeah, February the 9th, 2024. Come back to this podcast right here. And you'll say, hey, Jeffy was right. Yeah, it was put up or shut up time, and they won the Super Bowl. So if you like what you've heard, hit that subscribe button. But if you're a longtime listener, I want to thank you. So have a great weekend, everybody. And this will be posted today. Here. Yeah.